What's going on, Knicks fans? I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with my brother, Andre Jalil, my cousin, Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the Guard Up Knicks podcast. Here's Dennis Smith Jr. driving. That's what he does. Drives and drives. Inside for Lopez. Lost by Knox. Here's Smith Jr. up with the left hand. It is. Rising and surprising him with the block shot. Smith Jr. dishing off. Kevin Knox. Wide open. Knox throws it up. And Robinson with the left. This is our take on everything Knicks, on and off the court. We're mostly about the eye test, not too much about the numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Today we're going to get into the exciting win versus the Lakers, the terrible loss to the Raptors, and a couple other minor gems that I think you'll enjoy. This is episode 10. Let's get into it. Knicks family, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Guard Up Knicks podcast. What's good, fellas? What's going on, man? Doing all right, doing all right. How you feeling? Doing all right? Me too, man. Doing all right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. After uh, back-to-back this weekend against the Lakers and the Raptors. Oh, before we even get into that, I wanted to 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 say happy belated to Andre Jalil. Uh, uh, happy belated to you. And and I wanted to say happy belated to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Our birthday's two days apart, man. Yeah. Happy Pretty birthday. Yo, clap man. it up for the Pisces in the, in the chat. <laughs> yeah, man, another year. Another year. Another year, man. Sure. That's what's up. Happy for y'all, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I was over there shedding a tear, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, but um yeah, Saturday. Um was it Saturday? No, Sunday. We played the Lakers. And that was a, a a twelve o'clock game that we actually won. Wow! Which was um, we won in, in epic fashion, though. Yeah, like we really. Well, all right. Well, go ahead. Describe it. All right. Well, so you know, the next day, first quarter, they had an early lead. Uh, it was looking good. Uh, certain players came out looking like they've been doing it for a couple of years, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, then the second and third quarter wasn't looking too good. Fourth quarter, um, they started to rally back, but then got a couple of whistles, and the, the Lakers extended their lead. Um, but in the last couple of minutes, I would say last three minutes maybe, they rallied back, and um, they were going basket for basket. And uh, at this point, the Lakers were up by one basket. Nick scored. They up by one basket. The Lakers get the last possession of the game. The ball's in the hand of yeah. LeBron James. Right. Yeah. The NBA. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people were just like, "Oh, it's over now." Yeah. Here we and, go. Here we go. And he had, mm-hmm. and he had his Zonjia on him. He and he had him the whole game. <laughs> his he was, he, he yeah, was he was on, on him the whole time. He was on him the whole time. Second quarter, he had a lot and, of trouble. And, with him. And, and he had a lot of trouble with LeBron. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm proud of him for that last exactly. play, mainly because of all the plays before. He had a lot of trouble. LeBron was was uh was was uh picking on him. He, he was getting better at him. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's, he was yeah, he was he was bullying him. He was bullying. Him. Got fouls off of him. Like he yeah. then he did the he flop. Way. That's that's when he yeah he pointed at him. That that picture is now the background. On the <laughs> No lie, that's the picture. That's you the know that's serious when you got kids and you got the background of, of LeBron James kneeling. 
Yeah, kneeling and then his own. Point point I'm like, what is like, this guy? Is he crying? Yo, over it's there? it's yo yo, and it's so bad because of what LeBron is actually going through. The fact that that's a meme going around, mm-hmm. like with him not making the playoffs, and now you got this picture of somebody pointing at you, laughing because you flopped in a game that you lost because you got blocked by that very same. When person. did that happen? I didn't just, see. When did that happen? The very last play. That was. That was, no, 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 no. The play when he that that foul play. It was um I forgot what quarter it was, but LeBron is either the second or third because yeah, yeah. It wasn't the fourth quarter, but it was one of the plays he made, and and he did this ridiculous flop, and he's like, and he's standing by the ref, like, come on, look at him, like, really, <laughs> like, did you really call that? Like, come on, man. And and I loved it because I did the same thing. Anytime I'm the kind of guy. <laughs> Me playing ball, the way I play ball, I really get into it emotionally. So somebody who flops as much as LeBron, Word. I would laugh at him all the time, every single time. Like, I would find it. I would make it a point to laugh Especially when you are LeBron, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're the biggest, strongest player of this, of this generation. And you know what I mean? Like, stop, that's what I never liked about LeBron was, was yeah. that. And every the fact that everybody gave him a pass for it. And it's like... I don't. I don't mind that. I, I don't mind. I never hated LeBron until I got in. Got into it with his fans. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I really, really got into it. Like, no, no, like had a real dis dislike for LeBron. It's because of his fans. His fans turn me off him because they literally are blind to all of his negatives. Whenever you point out his negative, they're like, "But he does this," and it's like, "Can you accept that he has a flaw?" <laughs> like. It, Jesus, I'm not saying that he's the worst player in the world. Right. You know, it's just it's the same thing where I, if I put him, oh, I say Jordan's better than him. Oh, you're 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 a hater. I don't see what's being wrong with being the second best player of all time. You know what I'm saying? But LeBron fans would make that into a disrespectful argument. So you know what I'm saying that that's where my hate for LeBron always came from. Was like, come on. But that was something that I outside of. The fans that got on my nerves that always pissed me off was watching him play. And I'm like, oh, you're too big to be going in there dunking on people and throwing dudes out the way. And then you flopping yeah, on the very I, I next play. I can't stand it. Like, like he gets fouled and it's like he, he needs a gurney. Like, I, I, yeah. But yeah, he's bodying people. So I, I, I never, right. I, I, I didn't like that about him either. That, that flopping nonsense, right. I, I don't like it mm-hmm. in the NBA. And I especially don't like it from him. Yeah, especially from him. He does it. James Harden took a hold of it and ODs with yeah. him. Um, it's it's just all over the league now. Now everyone does it. You kind of have to throw your head back to get a foul call. Oh, like it's but sad. didn't they say that they were going to start um, NBA as the league? Didn't they say that they were going to start um, penalizing people for flopping? They, they did. Yes, they did. But that, and it, they actually It seemed did, like for the big flops that people were doing, they don't do much anymore. They, no, the, the fake ones. Because a lot of times they still get, they actually do get fouled. So that's why they do get the foul call. But it's the acting that pisses everybody off. Right. So it still, it still looks like a flop. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I fouled you, bro, but you, I didn't hit you in your face. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you on the floor? Yeah, why are your head flying back? Right. <laughs> yeah, like you know, what I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't that serious. And LeBron's he's he's he is the king, like the king of that. You know what I mean? Like he'll 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 do the thing. He make that face, so it's like a frown, but it's like he got punched in his right. nose, like mm. like he makes that face, like dude, like one of the on. things like, he taps you on one your of arm. the things I cannot stand 
this has always driven me nuts. As dudes get fat and they fall with their hand over their face, yeah. they don't come up with yeah. blood. They don't come up with a black eye. They don't come up with a knot. Yeah, and then nah. they get up and stuff. And that's exactly what LeBron and did. Then they, and that's then exactly they shoot their free throws. Like, yeah, la, la, la. Everything yeah. And it was like, yo, that's so it. what happened? That's because they, they got elbowed in the side. Nothing to do with their face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to do with their face. You, but you know what? I think ridiculous. they're being coached to do that, though. Because I, I know um, in, in soccer, they say, you know, if you, you, gotta sell yeah, it, yeah. you, got, you, you kill time, you, your team gets a rest without yes. a timeout. Yes, like, yes. I, yeah, I when you like do it like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So... Especially because it's it saves, it saves you timeouts. Yes, and that's kind of it's like an in-game timeout exactly. in a way. So I, I think uh, that's kind of why I like when I see Trier driving to the basket so much. I think if we really coached our guys to do that, you know what I mean, and and fine, whatever. If the if the rest of the league is doing it, fine. Everyone's I don't doing like it. it, but everyone's <laughs> doing it. <laughs> You crazy, <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> um, what I what I like the most about that game, and also dislike, but in the fourth quarter we were down by eleven points. We came, but back. we did come back. Uh, well, you know, we were down by eleven points with three forty, three twenty four, I think, left in the in the, in the game, mm-hmm. and and I literally turned away from the screen yeah. and turned back. And we were down yeah. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What yeah. happened? So I had to go look, you know what I mean, re- rewound it and watched it again. But I, I caught up, you know, during the, you know, the, uh, re- the timeouts. So I'm watching it and I'm just like, yo. You know, you always do this in your head. Like, you look at the score before you leave and you're like, yeah, it's over. Be down exactly. by 11. Like, the only way we're going to win is if we get two, three stops and they hit two, three, three. And that ain't going to happen. You know, blah, 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 right. blah. And that ain't right. going to happen. And then you turn around and it actually happens. You're like, yo, I was just saying, if they just <laughs> play some defense, <laughs> you know what I mean? And seeing it actually happen was crazy because I turned away. I literally turned away from the screen and turned back. And I was like, whoa, what did I miss? So, and then, um, no, no, it, like, like you said, like, you know, and then you see them and they pull off the win. Now, here's my thing. So, Dennis Smith Jr. had what, 15, 17? No, 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 no. He didn't play. That's, that's the DeAndre Jordan. Oh, with 15, 15 17, and 17. Seven. I was about to say, hold up. But 15 and 17 and seven assists for a big man. And Yeah, and, man. He, that's, that's the second time he's done. Right. Almost. And then yeah, Damian Dotson with 25 points and Moody yeah. with 28. He came out shooting. Yeah. Dot was ready. He came in shooting. But this reminds me of what, uh, and and Knox having 19, it almost, from what I was watching, it almost seemed like he was going to end up with 40 the way he was shooting. Yeah. He came out out super aggressive. It just, but this is what I was talking to you guys about where it seemed like they play up. It was like, it wasn't that it was just the Lakers, it was like they have LeBron. Right. It's like it's game time. And so now, right. So how, how do you, how do you feel about, such a huge win in the next day, such a huge loss to Toronto. Like, what, what happened? Well, they were the, cal- the, ca- the caliber of the team, I would say. Yeah, it, yeah. It, they were the best team in the. Well, I mean, Kawhi didn't play, but that doesn't really matter. They have sure a good didn't. young yeah, core. Yeah, sure, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? They had, they could, they, they, uh, OG and Anubi, man. He's somebody that, if I, he's like the Nilakina style brand player and that's kind of why i want nilakina to stay here 
I don't care if he can't hit a shot, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really, I don't give a damn. We're not going to need him to hit a whole bunch of shots and do all that if we got KD and all these other dudes here. If we have a young dude who locks up, plays defense, runs the fast break, and is aggressive in doing that, and that's when he's aggressive, then let him be that for, for that team. Let him play that role. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, to me, it, it's, you got to have one of those guys on your team. One. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to have one of those guys on your team. And I think it's, it's to me, I know Frank Nilakina has been in trade talks. And if he's traded at this point, after, after, after Chris Tapps was traded, Anybody can I go. can't really be, I can't, I can't get hurt too much more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be surprised. They let, if they let Chris Tapps go, I wouldn't be surprised if they traded Nilakina tomorrow. And I probably wouldn't. Really yeah, but the, Chris Tapps didn't want to be here. Right. But I'm just saying, I don't, it won't bother me as much anymore as if, if Nilakina was traded as, as before because now I know that they're willing to make whatever happen for the offseason. And if that includes letting him go, then I get it. You know what I mean? Because if, if they went out and traded Porzingis, then yeah, I got, you got to hand it to them that they're they really trying to make something happen. Right. So, but um, like I was as saying, they should. Um, yeah, as they, as they should, as they should. But um, like I said, in a newbie, he was – the kid was all over the place. He, to me, I think he was the big difference maker. He stepped up in the absence of um, – uh, what's my man? Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? Because it was – he wasn't even – his stats can't even tell you how much. He only had – he had 14 points, three rebounds, one assist. But then he had one block. No, he had two blocks, no steals, no turnovers. But – if you just watch the game, he was involved in every big play that the Raptors were making, somehow in some way, defensively, offensively, and that's you know that's kind of what I want in Nilakina. That's why I want to keep him there. That's why I know he's cleared to play. The word has come out that he's cleared to play. He practiced with the Westchester Knicks today, um, which is Tuesday, um, and he's questionable for tomorrow. So we might see him tomorrow, but. That's the kind of project I want for Nilakina. He's not really worth too much for us to really get anything back for him that I would be okay with trading him away for. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and then there was a, another report that I read that he was um, shot to the Hawks before the trade deadline. But then, you know, nothing happened. But, you know, it's, it, I, don't, I'm, I don't fault them. Like I said, after the Porzingis trade, I don't fault them for trying to look and to see what they can get for certain players at this point. Because it's going to be a whole new team next season. So, yeah. Yeah. Completely. I wonder who they were interested in on the Hawks. But probably Bazemore. Nah, they wouldn't let go of Bazemore. Not for Nilakina. I mean, with the contract he's getting paid, I think they would. Hmm. I don't think he's worth the contract he's getting right now. And I got to double check to see what his his actual contract is. Um, let me see. Baysmore contract. He's getting paid. He's a four-year, seventy million dollar deal. Yeah, he's definitely not worth that. Seventeen point five a year. He's basically Tim Hardaway, <laughs> and he's not giving you. Don't know what happens to Tim Hardaway's. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wait. You talking about Baysmore is basically Tim Hardaway? Yeah. 
No, in, in terms of that contract, oh. that's the same. They're getting the same amount. I, I would take baseball over over Hardaway any day. But not uh, even for that contract. You would no, take no, no, eighteen no, million. No, no, no. I, would, I wouldn't take the contract. No. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying, and that's that's why they would trade him. To me, it's to you know what I mean because they have a young team. They're trying to build for the future. They, I'm sure he's a good veteran for them, but they they're paying him too much to. Yeah, I don't know what they was thinking with that with that deal. And he's and he's not an unrestricted free agent until 2020. Hmm. 20 when he's 31. That's next year. Um, is it next year? Well, yeah, I'm looking at the wrong list. So yeah, no, the end of next year, the end of next season. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I mean, he got one more this season and another season mm-hmm. where he's getting paid nineteen million, nineteen point two million. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I, he's not worth that. I'm sorry. Okay, that's crazy. Dang. But um, I gotta look at his numbers. Yeah, like, it, whew, let's look at let's do that. That's not really, and this is gonna make it this contract sound even worse. Uh, What's Bazemore stats real quick? Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm in it right now. Uh, you checking it out? Uh, yeah. He's averaging 12.3 points, four rebounds, 2.4 assists. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not worth 17, 18, 19 million. 12.3 points nah. a game? Nah. Nah. Let me see something. Let me compare it to somebody. But he else. was injured this year, too. Well, he he still played fifty eight last year. He played sixty five games, and he averaged twelve point nine points, three point eight rebounds, and three point five assists. So he's still not, not worth it's, it. It's exactly the same. Yeah, it's, it's, he's not worth it. That's a lot of money to be paying someone with who's giving you that production. Um, let me see what Tim Hardaway was doing. He was at least giving you eighteen a yeah. game. He he's averaging eighteen points, three point five rebounds, two point four assists. It's almost identical except he scores more. Yeah, at least six more points per game. That's kind of why I wasn't too mad at Hardaway. What I didn't like about Hardaway was the type of shot yeah. he was taking. I didn't care really about his contract because he was playing up to the contract. It was just the IQ wasn't playing up to the contract. His confidence was but, there though. That's for sure. Yeah, he, he yeah he definitely played like a star player. For sure, he had he embodied a star player. So, um, I don't know that I don't know who they were really looking for. I'm, I can see them trying to shop base more because you know they're trying to get rid of that nineteen million dollars that they' about to be paying him next year. I wouldn't be surprised if Baysmore is dealt by you know the end of the summer, so that they don't have to touch that nineteen million dollar cap hit next yeah, year. I wouldn't disagree with that. That's just smart. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, this dude Tim Hardaway Jr. got the same birthday as me. Really? really? Yeah. March sixteenth. Wow. That's crazy. Look at that. Look at that. Y'all look maybe the next way. maybe the next gave maybe. up to, on him too. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> maybe maybe we need to go get Tim Hardaway back. Yeah, nah, he's exactly where he need to be. <laughs> he's exactly where he needs to be. Oh man. But um uh let's, let's I guess we can talk about the Raptors game a little bit. 
Oh. Um, that was a terrible game. I honestly stopped watching it at halftime. Oh, wait, I wanted to before before that game because there's not much to talk about there. Um, Moutier. <clears throat> 28 he, he played well. Uh, no? He played, his numbers played well. He definitely, he definitely stepped up. He had a big game. Um, he had his usual Moutier moments, but he was making his shots. You know what I mean? So that's really where, where it's at with that. Yeah, I didn't even know he so, had close to 30 points that game. Yeah, most of it came towards the end. It would have to be some crazy threes and uh, yeah, just crazy stuff, just real crazy stuff. But that's that's good. I mean, I mean, I guess you know because I I still don't think they're gonna hold on to him. So at least he's making these these movements, so he's attractive when it comes trade time. Yeah, but go ahead, twenty eight points, very good for him. Yeah, I mean, I would like for him to, you know, if he's going to be playing the way he does play, I wouldn't mind if he's giving me 28 yeah. points while doing so. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a right around the kind of production I want to see if you're going to be giving us what you're giving us, IQ-wise. But, uh, uh, yeah, right. that, well, that's it. I guess now we can talk about the Raptors game. <laughs> Their Raptors game, they were trying to avoid. Yeah, but the first two minutes of the game, you know, they um, was nice. <laughs> As usual, <laughs> they give you two minutes in the game. Now. First two minutes is all I want to really, talk about. Really, really make you a Nick fan. Like they even got Ellington in there. Yeah. <sighs> well, hey, did not play. So where where was the collapse on that game? Like how did they how did they lose so bad? Like what where was the where was the uh the all, lack of uh, offense lack and of defense. intensity. Yeah. They, yeah, it was just lack of intensity all over to me. That's they, that they that's just what the score looks like. It looks like all right, there was just it just yeah. seemed to be nothing there. Yeah, and it was just they were just out there running and shooting shots. You know, knock shot. His usual, he went back to a Knox game, 4 for 14 from the field. Zonia, after shooting a beautiful, having eight, 17 points uh, against the Lakers on, and, and how many how many is, uh, rebounds did he have? 17 points and eight rebounds on on eight shots. He only, he made, he went four for eight for the field. Four for eight from the field, I'm sorry. But, um, and, and to come back with a, a Zonia game of three and 10. Uh, eight, five, and three on the game, and then Moutier comes back after a twenty-eight point game with two and seven on seven points, three assists. You know, DeAndre Jordan fell back to earth, six points, six rebounds, three assists. Yeah. But you know, I mean, that's they're playing the best team in the conference, in right? Opinion. And not to take away from the Raptors, I was going to say that too. Right. They're they're top two, you know. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it was a lot worse because the Knicks didn't seem like they were playing with each other. Uh, nah, yep. And then shots, like simple shots were being missed, and at some points they, they weren't really scoring at all. And then they, they, it seemed like it was the first time that they were playing with each other after a long time. But we know that wasn't the case. Yeah. 
It, it's also one of those games where I saw that the big plays that the Raptors were making took so much out of the Knicks that they just didn't really want to compete with them anymore. Like every time they started to get into it or after it was already getting bad, they would like, ah, oh, damn, they scored. Inbound the ball, they steal the ball for inbound. Right. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know what I mean? Like the life was completely t- taken out of yeah. them. And I, once I saw that, I stopped watching the game. I couldn't watch it anymore. And then it, it got worse in the second half. That's when it went to 30 points. I really stopped watching it when we were down by, like, 10, 15 going into the half. And then it might have been a little bit more. But still, it just got – it just blew up. It ballooned into a 36-point loss. 36 yeah, that's embarrassing. Sad. It is. It, it's almost as if a college team was playing high school team. You know, yeah, you guys yeah. know I, I was on vacation, so and I came back and I saw the score. Well, I, 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 I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I remember I, I looked at it and I was just like, "There's no way. I don't know if I could just stomach it watching this game." You know, a part yeah. of me was curious. I was like, "All right, yeah, I got like what happened. I got to see yeah, what happened." But I was like, the score was so low. I was like, it, it didn't even look like it was like a competitive game. Right. No. You know, it really wasn't. The numbers when I first saw it. Because you know when you in another country somewhere, depending on your plan or whatever, just Wi-Fi was funky. And I remember looking at the right. score like, all right, maybe my phone is acting up, something's happening. They didn't finish, the numbers didn't yeah. come. You know what I mean? And I'm like, nah. I was like, this is just mm. embarrassing. After after such a nice game against the Lakers, and we come back with that. Exactly. You would think that they were going to yeah. compete. This is Toronto, You're right? Uh, and then and then <clears throat> what really hurts is. Jeremy Lin pouring in twenty points after getting tossed around the league on us like that. Yeah, it just it just bothered me. It just uh, but even, you know, I, 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 and I love Lin. I love Lin. I always like Lin. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't dislike him, but he, watching him play for other teams now, he's the kind of off guard I I wouldn't mind off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of got to have a guy like that off the bench. I wouldn't mind the return of Jeremy Lin to the garden, by the way, as a, you know, like an off guard. You know what I'm saying? But it depends on who our point guard is. I'll take him as our off guard if DSJ is our starting guard. You know what I'm saying? But if we get a Kyrie, then I'd rather take DSJ as our backup. Right. You know what I mean? And have Kadeem Allen. Speaking of Kadeem Allen, this game was a very uncharacteristic game for him. Went 0 for 8 from the field with no point six minutes. And Kadeem Allen has been one of my favorite uh, two-way guys that we've had. Um, and when I say two-way guy, I mean like G League and NBA. Um, he's been one of my favorites, if not my favorite outside of Trier. Well, he never touched the G League, so he's not really eligible for that. But everyone else that we've had on our team that's touched the G League and came back, I think Kadeem Allen is my, by far my favorite. Just because he, 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 he's an NBA guard, in my opinion. And the only reason why he's not on our team is because we have a log jam at that position. Yeah. So I think, you know, the past couple games, he's really been showing how valuable he, he, he was. But, you know, he went against some he went against some good guys. And they a team like that knows how to take you out of your rhythm. They know how to beat you. You know what I mean? It's not just scoring more points and playing better defense. It's a mind game at that point. And, you know, Trier was the only one who had a, a good game. He had 22 points, four rebounds, three assists, eight for 14 from the field, one for two from the three-point line, five for six from the free-throw line. 
and you know uh, he, only he was two due. Fouls. Yeah, he was due because he he had an yeah, no characteristic game the other the other day where his percentage was like seventy five percent when normally he he does pretty well. He's like a high percentage shooter. Right. So um, right. yeah, he was due for one. I'm glad somebody did. You know. Yeah, somebody had to do something on the Knicks to give us some points. Luke Cornett but, uh, yeah. was in the game. Yeah, he got – I mean, they played everybody. That's how bad the game was. Ellenson got in there. Uh, I mean, Lance Thomas had 14 minutes. You know what I mean? Like that's – you know, John Jenkins had 14 minutes. So, I mean, like they, they played these guys. You know what I mean? They played everybody. Yeah. Um, they were hoping somebody they would really just, do something. They tried the whole bench. Yeah, something sparked Sheesh. something, man. Oh, my gosh. But it was hard to watch. Nobody on our team had more than six rebounds. I think that had a lot to do yeah. with that. Um, okay. Yeah, it was terrible. And, and you know, once once we don't play defense, we don't rebound, we don't get out on the break, that's it. Well, it's over for us. But, um. We got we got to be firing on all cylinders for this thing for us to win and get a, you know, have a nice game. Yeah, I, I um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, I said something about firing on all cylinders. Did that trigger? <laughs> Did that trigger anything there? Is that what you were gonna? Well, go ahead. Well, why why would why are you thinking about that? Um, I want to talk about the play that uh, uh, I didn't really catch because I wasn't watching it. But uh, apparently, hmm. um, uh, Mitchell Robinson dove for the ball or something and, and fell on Kyle Lowry and and um, since then he's come out with a with a, a tweet. Series, it's I don't know if it was a tweet or a quote or something like that. I think he did tweet it. He said, If you think that I did that, um, let's let's read the quote verbatim here, you know. In Garden Picks, um, if you really think I tried to hurt him, you're wrong and need to look again. I was falling, I mean, I apologize for falling on him, but I didn't mean to, you know. And he he sends that out first, then someone catches a picture of Kyle Lowry actually grabbing his arm to pull him into him, pull Mitchell Robinson into him to create the contact. Right. And with the quote that he, you know, had already tweeted out, um, then he puts another caption with that that says, but nobody sees this. It's cool, though. You know, so it's, you, you kind of have that that, uh, that that little spiciness from Mitchell Robinson I kind of want to see from my Knicks. You know, I kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah, you know I mean, like, a, I like, like, you know, don't just be out there, just taking whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, right. yeah, let them know what time it is. Let them know what time it is. Right, right, right. So, I mean, it's good. I think, I, man, I just, I can't wait to see this guy next year after taking all this I'm time. Excited, you know, yeah, we got no. a couple weeks left. Yeah, we got a couple weeks left in the, in the, in the NBA season. How many games left? Like Ten games. Yeah, eleven, ten games. Um, after this these guys are going to be off they can train I can't wait for him to get some training in I can't wait for Dennis Smith Jr. to get with a shooting coach I think if he can get his shot to around where De'Aaron Fox did for himself I think he'll be set I think he'll be set and would be able to be our lead guard until he gets something like of a knockdown 
because he's his IQ is pretty good. He really does uh, see the floor pretty well for a point guard. But uh, I think his shooting deficiencies, and is, he's not as strong of a passer as he should be for not being as good of a shooter as he is. Um, mm. I think that does create some difficulties for him. Yeah, it should sometimes. It should. He, you're you're a yeah. point guard. For you, yeah, you you should be able to knock down the shot if you can't get anybody else um, on on, on the, the assist. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. if, if you have troubling issues, like it. I, it's going to affect your game. It has to. Yeah. Especially as yeah. a point guard. If he was a center, all right, whatever. But, right. It's the hardest position in the league, yeah. So. Yeah, and this is a, it's a new kind of league, too. Yeah, and it's, and it's his, his, he's on a new team and all of that. And he's, I think, I think, and, and everybody has also been coming down on Fisdale. I think Fisdale, and this is another They have thing. been? They've been coming down on him? Yeah, man, our fans really aren't taking a liking to Fisdale. What? And I, I, see, I see, remember I asked. Because, I remember I because asked of rotations. That see, that's, that's what rotations. I asked before. I mean, I don't know how you could be mad at the guy because at this point, there's really, I mean, this this I asked in the last podcast about Fisdale. Like, do you think us losing is is? Of course, it has to do with the coach, yeah. right? It's. I was I was right, saying yeah. that to to see like what you thought about. Like, is it Fisdale's fault, or are we, you know, you playing the young guys? You know, is is it, it was it something there? Now, this is this is something that no one else is going to talk about when you say Fisdale and coaching. A coach is never the only player on a coaching staff. There is literally about five to six coaches on the coaching yeah. staff, minimum, sometimes. So, most, if you look at certain guys, are better at certain things. Well, I knew this was going to be the season that we are going to have once I saw Fisdale hire his staff and literally every single one of them were, their strengths were player development. Every single one of them, that's what their strengths were. So I knew that he was going to have some problems running some offenses. I knew he was going to have some problems with certain things, you know, rotations. Cool. I get it. Especially when you got a young team that you got to figure out if these guys are good enough and then play them with the right teammates. If he had a bunch of stars, I'm sure it would be easier to throw the, the, the best players on the court together. It's, that's not hard to do. I don't think he'd be having rotation issues with Durant, Kate, Kyrie, and uh, whatever player that you could get in the offseason, I'm, I'm sure. You know what I mean? And we wouldn't be losing games due to that. Um, but I kind of view him as the Mark Jackson mm. to, to Golden State. You right. know? To get them there, and then once they get to that level, then he's out of there. I wouldn't be surprised if they, yeah, they'll get somebody else to get the job done at, once they get there. You know what I mean? I don't um, think they're gonna do that. I wouldn't I, be surprised if they did that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Why don't you think they'll do it though? Because I, I mean, um, his um, explanation and argument, I guess you would say, it, it makes sense to me. So, like, yeah. what, what, what am I missing? That they wouldn't, that they would just hold on to him. Yeah, I mean, there'd, there'd be no reason to really keep him after if if they're getting to the finals, or say they're getting to the conference finals, two three years in a row. After that second year, he's gone. he's he's gone, and after that second year, to me, 
because if you get to the conference finals twice with Durant on your team and you don't get to the finals, that's an issue in the Eastern Conference. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think about it. Durant's about to be 31 years old. So he doesn't really have as much time as everybody's thinking. Everybody's like, oh, Kemba's old. This guy's old. This person's old. I don't want to sign him. Kevin Durant's 31 years old. So he's, he's, over, he's over the 30 mark that everyone dreads. And he's only three years younger than LeBron. So, wow. I mean, yeah, you put it like that. So, um, three, four years. Because LeBron's 34 and KD's 30. He'll be 31, though, this year. But in you September. Think, you so, think he's going to get his third ring this year? His fourth? He has three already. No, 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 no. It is his third ring. It'll be Steph Curry's Yeah, fourth. it'll be. My bad. Yeah, it'll be KD's third. You think he's getting his third, third this year? Yeah. I mean, after to be honest, what I was saying after I saw them add after a couple, a few hours ago, I saw them add um that they added uh my man uh, Andrew Bogut. They added him back to the roster. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he and, was big. He was big for them yeah, when they won that first. Yeah, when he was healthy, and then when he went out, when he was down, and that's the that I say it all the time. People want to talk about all the big plays that Kyrie hit. That that one Kyrie three and that and that and that chase down block on uh from LeBron LeBron on uh, Andre Iguodala, Iguodala. Mm-hmm. yeah Iguodala it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened that game if Bogut didn't go down with his injury if Draymond never got suspended you know what I mean if if Iguodala never got injured in that series these are all aspects of the game that nobody's talking right. about Bogut went down and after Bogut went down I knew. That we had, that, I said we. I'm, I forgot we're talking about the. We're not talking about the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I I knew that they had a problem because that was their best interior defender, and that's why LeBron really couldn't get whatever he wanted after Bogut went down. Literally after that play, every play from then on, it was just they didn't know how to defend LeBron attacking the basket. You right. know, and he literally got whatever he wanted. You everything. know what I mean? And everything he wanted, and it. It just it, it was a trickle down effect, and the, the the suspension from Draymond. You mean to tell me now having two of your best defenders on the floor is is, is not going to do anything? You know what I mean? Boom, another game they won. Then you talk about Iguodala going down after Bogut's already being down. He got injured and came back and played, you know, about seventy five percent. And you, that's the same thing. So I think. Them adding Bogut to back up Boogie Cousins, you know what I mean? Um, I can't wait to see I what think, the playoffs look like. Man. Yeah, it's a shoe win for them to win again. I think it was a, a question mark coming in, and I think it was a question mark the past uh, month that they were losing some games and it was looking crazy. But the pieces that they're adding, man, once they get it together in the playoffs, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I think KD will get his, and I think he'll still leave. Everyone seems to no, believe. Yeah. I, I saw another article Regardless. that that coach. I forgot what's that young guy on the on the coaching staff for the Knicks, and they said he was there to recruit recruit KD. Yeah, um, Royal Ivy. Yes. Yeah, he played with he played with Durant. I think on the the Thunder. Right, I believe. So yes. I mean. And they're still really good friends. I think it's like one of his best friends. So it's you know, I he's I think regardless 
of winning or losing, he's leaving. I think because it's more than him wanting to stay there. It, it's more about what can they afford. And I think if he stays, then they got Clay has to go. And it's not they're not going to win with KD and Steph without Clay. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to win with just that. And then uh, they might not even be able to bring back Boogie Cousins because that's what Steve Kerr said. He said there's no way they will be able to bring. The only way Boogie Cousins will be able to come back is if KD leaves and Draymond leaves. I believe that's how it goes. If KD definitely, for sure, and maybe Draymond leaves, then they'll have enough money to sign, um, re-sign Clay Thompson and whatever money they're going to throw to Boogie Cousins. It's the only way I think he'll be able to stay there. Right. But, no, he's out. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm talking about Boogie. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, Boogie. But I think KD's out regardless. Yeah. (laughs) KD's gone out. I think he's going to try everything he can to get this ring. Um, Because if he he does choose to to go to uh, New York, it's going to be a while before um, he's – in that position again to get another ring. And when I say a oh, while, yeah, I mean, at least two, at, yeah, at least two seasons. Yeah, at least. Seasons. And that's that's why I said, after those two years with Durant, if they don't make it to the finals, at least, Fizdale's gone. And then they're going to bring in Mike Budenholzer or something like that. And then, boom, they're going to rattle off a whole bunch of wins or something like that. Somebody who knows the X's and O's of offenses and defenses and uh, stuff like that. You think that his team will let him go? For him to be an available coach? No, I'm just saying someone, oh, someone like that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm about to someone say, like, of that mold. You got a coach of the year. They ain't letting them go. No, nah, they're not letting them go. For sure. They're not letting them go nowhere. But, um, I mean, well, that's if in two, three years they don't go anywhere. Yes, for sure, they would let them go. With that team, with being one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference and not going to the finals, yeah. as many years that they had Giannis at his peak, yeah, yeah I think that'll be a problem. For any coach, even if he was a good coach, they're gonna make they're gonna make it about the coach. That's just how it goes. So that's why I know Fizdale's gone after a certain point. Because I don't think Fizdale will be the coach. I hope he is, but I don't think just so. The you way think those guys in the front league, office, the new crew they got, and Dave Fizz, like if he gets them there and gets them close, you think they're gonna be finished with him? I think if he keeps getting them there and they don't get over that hump, they'll get rid of them. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. What's the because hump? They, What's they, the hump for the Knicks? Well, I mean, I guess if they do have KD, if you have KD on your if you team, have KD and Kyrie, yeah, yeah, and you don't finish, not even the finals. Right. The championship right. is the hump. Yeah, you have to get a championship because that's the reason why he's, he's risking coming over here. That's the only reason why Durant wants to come here. Yeah. Come here I think he wants to redeem himself. Yeah, he wants to yeah. redeem himself because he's. If he gets another ring, they're going to be like, yeah, but he had... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, I mean, this is just something that I've been thinking and I I hope I'm a little bit right about, but I think for a while, before the Porzingis trade, uh, Brooklyn was more on his radar than New York was. And I think that was something that... Why were New you York thinking saw. that? Because they, they have a better core at this point. And they had the money at that point. But that would still be exciting. I, and I hate to, you know. I, no, I mean, the, the, that's, and that's why I'm saying, like, as I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that comes out. Like, he really met with Brooklyn and really wanted to I, see what I, Brooklyn had. I would love, because one thing that I've always been jealous about all of these teams in L.A., 
You got the Golden State mm-hmm. Warriors. You got the L.A. Clippers. You got the L.A. Lakers. You got the Sacramento Kings. I would love for there the, to be some dominance in New York and both teams to be good teams. To just yeah, have that excitement sure. and dominate the well, East. Well, that will happen. They do have fifty around 54, 55 million in to cap spend? space this summer. So they're going to get some stars for sure. That would that would that would be cool to see. That would be cool to see. It would be cool to see because I, I would like to to see New York be that competitive and be like, oh, it's the Knicks versus the, the Brooklyn, which is kind. Of, it's almost funny because I always feel like Brooklyn falls under the umbrella of New York. You know what I mean? There's no Brooklyn yeah. without New yeah. York. It's kind of you know yeah. kind of funny, but that would be exciting to see if both teams right and and it really becomes a rivalry. Oh, a, a good yeah, a good subway. Oh, yeah, that'd you know, that, that be good for the city. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see that, and that would be amazing for New York and the market, the NBA. Yeah, for the Brooklyn and the Brooklyn and the Knicks to be as good as they can be in the next two, the next in the next season within the next couple months. Yeah, mm-hmm. Man, with all of the yeah, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if both the Knicks and the Nets are in the top. Four or five teams in the Eastern Conference next year, mm-hmm. with the amount of money that they have, you know what I mean. The 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 Nets, I feel like we we're both equal at this point with our offseason, simply because yeah, we have more money, but they have more talent. So you know they'll be able to add something under their cap that can push them to that level, and so can we. But we'll just need more of that, which was, we have the money to do it though. Right. So I think um, that'll be nice. I, but I do think before the Porzingis trade, Brooklyn <clears throat> could have been on his radar a little bit more than New York simply because they didn't have a way to get him here with someone else. But now with that Porzingis trade, it opened it up like 100%. Right. I think him coming to New York was going to happen regardless. And I'm glad the Knicks made the move they did because he could have been in Brooklyn if they didn't make that move. Right. Why New York regardless? Because of um, his friend? No. No, I don't think Royal Ivy had anything to do with it because Royal wasn't working in, in, on the, on the, in the Nets. I just think the New York market is big enough to push him to the top of the league if he wins the championship. And I think he believes he has the talent to bring any team to a championship at this point <laughs> after winning three point, three, two, three of them. He, he would need to at this point because he left yeah. OKC – um, mm-hmm. Two winning championship, which he did. Right. Two finals and yeah. So for you to think that you could lead any team, like you would have to definitely prove it. You'd have to definitely prove it. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think he, him coming to New York was something that's going to happen. I was. I'm not saying it was the Knicks the entire time. I wouldn't be surprised if it was before this Porzingis trade. If it was the Nets, that was the biggest, highest team or the top team on his list. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, man. Um, it, and it's he can still go there because they already have a good team. I mean, if he really doesn't want to take the chance with the Knicks, he could just sign with them, and they still have money to go get a good role, couple role players to add to what they already have. I and mean, they'll be a good team, but I think he would want to choose who he wants to come here with. I think that's what makes New York more of a attractive place. Yeah. But – We'll see what happens with Exciting that. stuff. That'll be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, 
we really went longer than we we had to because that was really not even uh all we had on the docket. We just really flowed pretty well on that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't. Are we gonna do? Yeah, are we gonna I do so. some of those uh predictions? Yeah, for sure. Great. About, you been doing some of those predictions? Uh, Rick, do we have uh, technical difficulties? Oh man! So he was just so. So, so I guess uh, I guess we'll skip the uh, predictions. No, I mean, um, I can, I can, I can go through the predictions real quick. I mean, uh, let's see what we got here. The next game is against the Utah Jazz yeah. tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yep. At seven thirty. Oh, there he is. Go ahead. Take there we got him. Take He's, back. He's back. So, who you got, Rick, on the on the, the predictions? Next two or next three? The predictions. Next two. What was it? Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. We could do the next three just to cover oh, this week. On. Let me see. Because he, he, he has the chart. We got to make sure it all fits in the chart. Oh, that it fits in the chart. Right. Right. All right. right. Two, three games. Right. All right. So Monday counts as one. Uh, Wednesday, tomorrow's Utah Jazz. And then uh, Friday is Denver Nuggets. Yeah. We're losing so, against Denver. <laughs> <laughs> you said why you said that in I said, I said we're losing against them because I always say the Knicks are gonna win, but they're definitely uh, losing against Denver. Well, Utah I mean, first, so they're definitely losing what against you think about Utah? Utah. Oh, okay. So we we got well, hold on, we got some truth coming. Did you make a change? No, they, they lost by thirty something points, and I'm, my boys are making it hard to to kind of have that uh, that blind faith in them. Yeah, I mean. They're they're really trying to make sure that they don't uh, do what they did in past Knicks seasons of uh, being bad and then winning at the end of the season to fall or rise, however you would look at it, in the draft lottery. So um, they're not. Well, yeah, because right now they're they're the number one um, worst record in the NBA. So, I mean, they, they have a little ways to go. Mm hmm. Well, I mean, if you look at us right now, 14 and 57, the Cavs are 18 and 53. Um, The Suns are 17 and 55. Yeah. So, I mean, we have to actually win four games. Three of our next, what, 10, 11 games in order to actually tie with the Suns. And that's if they don't. That's all I was gonna say. Like they have rest. to like not win any games, right? So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yep, eleven more games. So, and if we look at it, we got Utah, Denver. Yeah, they got a, a rough Cooper's, next Raptors set of games. Heat. Yeah, Bulls is the only team. Bulls and the Magic is the only team that we might slip up and. Get away. So wait. So what's, so what's, <laughs> the, what's the next three? We well, got Utah. Well, I'll just, Utah, I'll just Denver, go, I'll just Clippers. Go the rest of the games for the se- yeah, rest of the games for the season is Utah, Denver, Clippers, Raptors, Heat, Bulls. Loss, loss, loss. Magic, Magic, Rockets, Wizards, Bulls, Pistons. So I think 
the only games we're winning, we could win within the next 11 games or the two games versus the Bulls and the one game versus the Magic. I think the Bulls have done an excellent job at tanking with in the, at the end of, with with other tanking teams. They do this thing where they will go into four overtime <laughs> before they were like, "All right, whatever, let's We're just done." Win. You know what I mean? Like they they did that with the the, uh, the Hawks a couple weeks back, where they just went, "Oh my god!" It was like four overtimes, and you know, finally they just pulled out a win. And I was like, "Guys, both of these teams are trying to be bad at this point." And it's like they really don't want to pull out the win, <laughs> so it kind of looks bad. Right. But I remember last year when we had we won a game against the the Bulls at the end of the year because they were trying to get you know the position that they really wanted to get in the draft. And did it's, it work? It's for just them? I hate watching it. They got a better. Did they? Did they get a better pick than us? Who the Bulls? Yeah, they did because they got Wendell Carter Jr. I think that was at like fifth or sixth or something Good like for that. Them. But uh, look, look, it's paid off for him. That's the only games that's going to scare me: the games versus the Bulls and the Magic, because they might actually try to win a game there. So I don't really want that to happen. But um, uh, we get to see maybe from tomorrow going forward if Frank plays. So we'll see what happens. Okay. But that's all we got. That's all we got. Um, that's all we got. Whatever else you guys have anything else to add in? Wait. So. Um, you think so? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a loss loss for you. Yeah. The same thing for you. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, I, I did not think that they had um much of a chance against Utah, and um, I I think Denver will definitely outplay them. For sure. Yeah. And for um, sure. but the late uh, the Clippers Joker, Joker puts us apart every time. The, the Clippers, I think they could get a win from, but I don't know if we're talking about the Clippers just yet. Mm. I don't know. The last time we played the Clippers, they beat us, and now we're playing them at a twelve o'clock game. <laughs> so I think we could beat the Clippers that game anyway. But they got Danilo Gallinari. But it, it, that's not my official pick just yet. I'm, we're just doing we the next two see. games. All right, so let's do it. Next two, yeah. loss, loss. Let's see what happens. Yeah, loss, loss. All right, loss. This is gonna and be last loss. year. I'm doing this. I promise. You, <laughs> I don't have the. I don't have the brain for this, the heart for this. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound good coming out, but we know what it is. They're already out of playoff contention, so like, what's the point? Right, right, exactly, exactly. Why, well, right, um, you guys any any plugs? We got a, uh, we got. Um, of course, I'm Apollo Reed. You can find me at Apollo Reed underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh, don't search me on Facebook. That's not just how it goes. Uh, guard up Knicks on Instagram and Twitter. Come check us out. Interact with us. You know what I mean? Engage us in some conversations. We always ready to talk. Um, how about y'all? What y'all got? Um, Andre Jalil, same thing everywhere. You could you could check me out, Andre Jalil, on Instagram, A N D R E J A L I L. Instagram or Facebook, YouTube. I'm there. I'm there. Come check me. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm posting. You, I'm posting the uh, the guard up Knicks predicts on uh, both my Instagram and my Twitter. Twitter is at guk rick, and um, Instagram is uh, rick d ruler uh, underscore guk. So 
All right. All right. Yep. Nice. Um, and of course, please, we would love it if you would subscribe and rate five stars. Um, comment, share. Comment, share. Give us a review. Let us know what you think. And um, we're also waiting for those reviews. We're still take watching those reviews when we get some reviews in. You know what I mean? What we said last, the last episode. You know, we got some prizes for the best review. You know, so let's uh, let's let's let's, let's get it going, y'all. Let's see what y'all got. See, what, see, let y'all know what we got. Absolutely. But um, but that's it. Good noise in there. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's let's end on that right there. For sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Y'all have a good night, fellas. It was a nice, nice episode once again. Absolutely, man. I yeah, we'll check with y'all next time. Wait. All right. All right. All right. Later. Till next time.